Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 2-0. And a blast! Way back! Left field and forget about it! My goodness, Nick Castellanos. A long home run to left field down the line. It's a two-run shot, and it is a 3-0 Phillies lead. And it would only get better from there. Thank you, Scott Fransky. Thank you, L.A., for that at the end, which was good punctuation for last night's game. Good morning, everybody, along with Mike Sielski from the Inquirer. I am Glenn Mack. Now, morning, Mike. Good morning, Glenn. It was a great night down at the ball yard yesterday. Nick Castellanos hits the home run. Reese Hoskins hit a home run. Derek Hall hits a home run. Uh, JT Real Muto hits a home run. Who am I leaving out? There were five. Who did I leave out? Who did I leave out? Uh, you said Derek Hall, Castellanos, JT, and uh, uh, Hoskins, we're, right? We're, Hoskins. Hoskins. Yeah. Shame on me. First run on the board. Shame on me. Castellanos heating up, Mike. Um, yeah. Let me give you this. Uh, he is now in his last 10 games, 368 with an OPS of 905. Uh, rumor is that the Phillies are going to sign Jim Salisbury. <laughs> to a contract in which he engages in a heated back and forth with Nick Castellanos every morning to keep Castellanos hitting at this level. Hey, Jim can take all the credit. Um, I'm I would not argue with any of that. Anyway, the Phillies uh, go to a seven to two win over the uh, really <laughs> lowly Washington Nationals. Can, can we say that the Nationals are, in your favorite term, tanking? Well, yes, we can say that. And the good news is the Phillies play them a ton of times yes. between now and the end of the year. The Phillies play the Nationals. They play the Marlins. They play the Pirates. The Phillies' schedule looks really easy. And now the Phillies have won nine of the last 11. They are 10 games above five hundred for the first time this season. Uh, interesting. I was looking at the standings. It's a three-way tie now among the Phillies, Milwaukee, and St. Louis Two of those three teams are going to make the playoffs. One of Milwaukee-St. Louis makes it because they will win the division. You liking the chances? I do. Um, the Phillies, if I'm not mistaken, hold the tiebreakers over both of those teams. So combine that with the moves that Dave Dombrowski made at the trade deadline. Combine those two factors with the fact that, as you said, JT Romuto and Nick Castellanos, two guys who you're paying a ton of money to, who had been having below-average seasons are starting to hit, I think you got to feel pretty good about the Phillies' chances here. Liking it a lot. And by the way, they do have nine games left against the Nationals, and that's, you know, they've won 16 of the last 18, and that was before Washington dumped everybody. Tonight, Ranger Suarez against that lefty, oh, two lefties tonight, against that Patrick Corbin. 
who's a decent pitcher, but he I is. like it. All right, let's spend a minute talking about what happened this week because I heard some talk on the station that it wasn't enough. They should have made a big splash. You know, Juan Soto went to San Diego, and <laughs> what did we get? Um, I'll just I'll pitch it to you. I like what they got. Give me your assessment of these deals. I like what they got, too. I think Brandon Marsh is the kind of risk that you ought to be taking at the trade deadline, right? A controllable player with potential, uh, the Phillies. And I know this is kind of a common response when asked about a player who is perceived to be underachieving as a hitter. Well, we see something there that we can unlock. Uh, And that's going to put a lot of pressure on Kevin Long, the Phillies hitting coach, to unlock uh, the potential in Marsh's swing. But what he can do is play center field. He can track a ball down. And as anybody who has spent any time watching Odubel Herrera play center field over the last, what, six or seven years, uh, you know how valuable a skill that can be. Um, So in the main, I like that deal. Obviously, Noah Syndergaard is not the Noah Syndergaard who was with the Mets, who was, you know, Throwing yeah, that was a pretty disturbing debut the other night. Yeah. 11 hits in five innings. Yeah. And, and, and some and of those balls were hit right on the nail. They were. And that's what you don't want 11 hits in five innings, but five innings is what you kind of are hoping for out of Cindergard. Uh, I will say this we didn't mention this in the open. It was fun to watch Kyle Gibson pitch. Oh, yeah. Shame. We could, yeah. Last, uh, last night. Excuse me. Normally, when a guy has a perfect game through six, we do bring it up, but and he, he did. Looked terrific. He he looked great. His ball had a lot of movement. Uh, just as a as a kind of personal preference thing, it was so nice to be able to watch a major league baseball game where the starting pitcher was relevant for a long time <laughs> during yeah. the game. Uh, I think that's the biggest thing that baseball misses nowadays. But be that as it may, if you can get something close to that out of Kyle Gibson for the rest of the season, you'll take that. Is is he a guy you're going to count on in short playoff series? Of course not. Not necessarily. But they got to get there first. I also really like the moves. Uh, I'll give you two reasons I really like the moves. One is you got rid of a lot of trash this week. Yes, uh, you, you know did. what? Tra- I, that's that's a nasty way for me to say it. You got rid of a lot of flotsam this week. Yeah, that, you, that better. You got rid of players who weren't helping you win. Right. Thank God Odubel is out of here. Yeah. He just he was a, a really dumb fundamental player for a lot of years. Um, I was sorry to see D.D. Gregorius kind of go out this way, but he's a spent, he's a shot player. Yes, he is. Maybe and he goes somewhere and, and it picks up again, but it wasn't going to be here. Familia was terrible when he was here. It was an awful signing this year. And Moniak, you know, I know he had a home run his first night. Hey, good luck to you. It wasn't going to happen here. That's what they gave up, and they didn't give up any of those prized prospects. So that's one thing that I was really delighted with. And the other one is this. For the last two, three, four years, the bullpen on this team has just been an anchor. It's been an albatross. It's awful. Bullpen's been doing a lot better this year. Sir Anthony has been pitching really well. Um, Andrew Bellotti, to yeah. me, looks like he's a pitcher. He's a name that nobody ever talks about, but I think he's actually a pitcher. Um, and now Alvarado versus lefties has been very good. And now you added, for the second time, mm-hmm. hopefully with better results, David Robertson. Came in, had a save. Mike, could it be, after all this time, that the bullpen is not a weakness but a strength for the Phillies? I think that's absolutely the case. Um, You know, I think it's interesting. The Robertson move is interesting to me because I think 
in some people's minds, the default reaction to it is, oh, no, that guy was already here and it didn't go well, and now the Phillies are going back to that. Well, yeah, been there, done that. Right. right. But look at David Robertson's career. He has been an excellent relief pitcher throughout his career. It might have just been bad timing and bad luck that he got hurt during his time with the Phillies, and he spoke openly, I, I think even before the trade was made, where he said, you know, I wouldn't mind going back to Philadelphia. I feel like I left something there. There's unfinished business there. Uh, I feel like I owe them something. Uh, and I think you're right, Glenn. We talked about this a little bit last week, the idea of, yeah, you can make a big splash and give up those prospects, or you can get a little more creative and think a little differently about how you try to improve the team. And yeah, you get Cindergard, but in the absence of adding a really another, another real top-flight starter, you bolster a strength. You make a strength stronger. And that's what they did with getting Robertson. As you said, the bullpen's been pretty good. Now it should be even better with Robertson. I really like what they did, and now it's just in the hands of those guys on the on the roster. Yeah, I feel very good about it. We we have been here in August before. We've been we've been here the last couple of years, and they have been in the race. But I do think it's different this year. First of all, for whatever reason, this manager's got them together. The interim manager, Rob Thompson, he could end up the manager of the year as an interim manager. Has that ever happened before? I think maybe Jack McKeon did it with the Marlins in 03. Okay. I think. He was 78 years old at the time. (laughs) Something like that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, He was eating dinner at 4 o'clock, you know, three hours before first pitch. (laughs) Been there. Um, (laughs) But anyway, I I am feeling very optimistic, very good about this team for everything we just mentioned. I think they're going to go to the playoffs. And once you get to the playoffs, anything can happen. Uh, This is just me. I think the telling moment. The underrated telling moment of of this season so far, to me, happened a week ago Friday when Odubel Herrera made that base-running blunder against Mm -hmm. the Pirates on Friday night. Now, it ended up not costing the Phillies anything. Uh, They ended up tying the game, going on to win it. But you could see Rob Thompson in that dugout demonstrably frustrated and angry with Odubel Herrera. Talk to him. Talk to him. And within a week, Odubel was out of here, finally. That's a great point. And... That, to me, kind of symbolizes where the Phillies are now and maybe why you ought to believe that this is real or at least realer than it was in 2018 or 2019. All right, 215-592-9494. 215-592-9494 if you want to talk to Mike or to me. I like that last point you made. That was really good. Okay, want to throw in something else here. Um, we are six days away. From the Eagles preseason. You know how it always goes? And you, we might have talked about this a couple weeks ago. Um, no, probably not. We weren't doing shows a couple weeks ago. <laughs> I always look so forward to the start of training camp. And then three days into training camp, it's like, no, oh, this is boring. <laughs> when do we get the preseason? <laughs> right? They, they, you're not, we're not learning anything in training camp. We're not seeing anything. 99.9% of the fans don't get to view it at all. So you wait, and when's the preseason? Okay, there's the preseason. Next Friday, it's going to start. Oh, we're going to get to watch everybody. And then the preseason is going to be all those guys who will not be on the team when the season starts. Some, you know, but it's the preseason, like, ugh, when's the season start? But next Friday night, New York Jets here at the link, Philadelphia Eagles. I will ask you, and I will ask our listeners, tell me something realistically that you are looking forward to seeing next Friday night. Okay, so – Two things that I personally am looking forward to seeing. I don't know how much we're going to see of the first team offense. So I think it's, it's, 
it's easy to say I want to see Jalen Hurts. I'm not sure how much we're going to learn about Jalen Hurts and the Eagles offense from these three preseason games. I don't think we're going to see any Jalen Hurts. Uh, Do you? I think we might see a series or two at most. Okay. Um, the, the two guys I want to see for different reasons are, number one is N'Kobe Dean, um, mm-hmm. who has not, he's been fine in training camp, but he has not been one of those guys where you say, oh, we've got to get, the Eagles have to get this guy on the field. Mm. He's looked okay, uh, but it's, I want to see what happens when the lights are on and he's actually on the field in game situations because he was so good at Georgia. Uh, I just want to see how what I saw from him in college compares to a facsimile of a Sunday in the NFL. The other thing I want to see, and this is kind of the way I'm wired, the other guy I want to see is Jalen Rager. Oh, you stole my guy. Did you? Did yeah, I really? He stole one of my two. But yeah, go ahead, you go. J- just because yep. there is so much swirling around him. Yep. Former first round pick going against the backups throughout camp has made some plays, has gotten into it with people on Twitter, all of that. I want to see what he does. Is he really any better, or is this all just sound and fury? As my grandfather used to say, I don't know if people still use this this cliche, but my grandfather used to say, Lenny, it's time to fish or cut bait. <laughs> and I said, Grandpa, you don't fish. He said, yeah, well, you know what I mean. Uh, and it is for him. It is. Yeah. And there are guys who are pressing him. Look, he's behind A.J. Brown. He's behind Devonta Smith. He's behind Quez Watkins. He's behind Zach Paschal, right? Yeah. Who's done throwing up now i sure hope so man that guy had food poisoning he like threw up for four days or something okay nonetheless can we move on from that topic yeah let's do it so it's what him versus john hightower versus greg ward versus whoever you know shows up that we don't know about um he's 50 50 to make the team and he is a former first round draft pick and he has a ton to prove so i agree with you that's a great one and he will get a lot of playing time yeah yeah Uh and i would be hesitant to keep him only because I have an ir- irrational appreciation for Greg Ward. The, you too. N- not that he you should and be a, not that he should be a number one, two, or three wide receiver. Just that I love his story, and I think the guy knows how to get open, and that's the kind of guy who should have a. And job. he's a good teammate. Yes. Yeah. Merrill loves him. Loves him. <laughs> loves him. Um, I would have no problem with Rager being out of here unless he plays really well, because I don't think his attitude is helping the team. Yeah, I don't think so. Either. And I don't think it ever has. And if you're the fourth, fifth wide receiver, and plus, I don't know how much he's going to play special teams. I need that guy to play special teams. I don't know if he can do that. The other guy that I really want to see, uh, you take Nicobe Dean, which is great. I'm going to take the first-round pick. I so much want to see the big boy. Jordan out there. Yeah, Davis. Jordan Davis running out there in the middle of the defense, clogging it up, stopping guys, not being moved. You know, it's one of those things where, like, I don't care if he makes tackles. I just want it to be that he's there, they got to change direction, somebody else makes the tackle. I'm really excited about Jordan Davis. When the draft was was occurring, we were broadcasting the draft, right? It, it was me and Ike and Elliot and so on, and we're all looking like, okay, who's falling? Who's getting mm-hmm. picked? What does this mean? And I'm thinking, Jordan Davis, man. I yeah. just want Jordan. And, and he stayed, they stayed there, and they got him. He's almost like it, it's – how can I put this? I'm very intrigued by the possibility of having Jordan Davis be a force on the defensive line and Jordan Mailata continue to be a force on the offensive line because they are the two biggest human beings I've ever encountered yeah. in my life. Huge. And it is it is remarkable to stand near them yeah. and understand what incredible athletes they are. I met Jordan Davis at uh, the Maxwell Clubs last year, right? Um, 
Right, the Maxwell Club, the one in, the one over in Jersey. Yeah, yes. it was Maxwell yep. Club. That was it. Uh, where Ray got honored, mm-hmm. right? Who? And, yes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I hope so. <laughs> and um, Jordan Davis was the D college defensive player of the year. So, you know, I got to meet him when I was with Ray, and I shook his hand, and I'm telling you, it was like shaking hands with a baseball glove. Yeah. His hands were huge. Everything was huge. Love him. I do too. Him. I'm, and I'm really like curious. such a good kid. Yeah, I'm curious to see him too. He seems a very outgoing guy, uh, kind of guy who, if he lives up to expectations as a first round pick and becomes a solid to terrific player, becomes, you think, like the next iteration of a Brandon Graham kind of a guy because he has that kind of personality. All right. So we ask you this question. You know what you're going to, you know what you're probably not going to see during um, preseason. Eagles are not going to play. A lot of their first unit guys. I don't. Jalen Hurts. Did he play at all in the preseason last year? I think he played a series. Or okay. Two. Well, then yeah. that's that's it. So realistically, we ask you, what do you want to see in the preseason? You know what the expectations are. You've been waiting for this. Who and what are you looking to see? Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Pete in Springfield starts us off. Hi there, Pete. Good morning, guys. How you feel? Doing great. Well, I'm- First of all, it's been a long time. I, I used to work at the Montgomery um, County Record uh, way back in the day, and I had actually met and worked with Mike Grove back when. Pete, so it's great to hear I, from you. Yes, it's been a long time. Back days of uh, Nick Fierro and uh, and Ira Joseph and all them and uh, Wayne and so forth. So great um, guys, uh, great guys, right? Well, I'm calm. I know I, I I'm not here to defend Odubel. Okay, but I am going to tell you that. They still have a little bit of a weak link. Now, I, I love him as his attitude, and he's obviously he's, he leads the team in home runs. But if you take the home runs away from Kyle Schwarber, he's the biggest bust that you've ever had. Okay. If Kyle you Schwarber, take the home runs away from the the league leading with thirty two now, yes, thirty four, thirty four. Excuse me, on pace for. 45 uh, at least. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. That, that means a lot. You, you understand that on its face, and you seem like a nice guy, and Mike's not going to want to insult you, so I will. <laughs> on its face, it's a ridiculous statement to say if you take away all those home runs. That's like saying if you take away the 50 touchdown passes that Dan Marino had that year, he did nothing. Yeah, well, guess what? When you have more home runs than you actually have hits, okay? And, you, and you're on pace to become the major league leader ever in strikeouts, okay? And you're leading off and you're hitting 203, okay? Mm. Now, and, and also in the outfield, he's probably worse than O'Double, okay? The well, he's not playing center field. The alligator arms, everything that comes to him. He, wow, this is the, the anti Schwarber uh, agenda uh, here is very you surprising. Want to go to the if a ball comes, the ball is, is coming tracking toward him. And, and he knows he can't get it. He just waves his arm at it. Yeah. Alligator arm. Okay. By the way, he's on pace for 51 home runs. There you go. Uh, I, which, I undersold him. Which isn't what? so bad. He's on pace for 100 runs scored, 100 RBIs. Um, and, and he's had like six walks in the last three weeks. Uh, he has 57 walks in 104 games. That puts him on pace for about 80. Not bad. And, and Leads the team in walks. I'm okay. saying, All right. Hey, listen. We we got your point of view. Um, I think it's ridiculous, but I will admit, 204 is not what I'm looking to see out of him. And he's a defensive sieve. But we, we if, need the defensive it, part. Yeah. And if every hit he gets travels 425 feet, I think you'll take that. Um, yeah. You know. Uh, look, I think it's 
to your point, Glenn, it's kind of like complaining that if you take away the Academy Award winning performances of Robert De Niro, he isn't much of an actor. Yeah, well, I did see Dick Tracy, and that, that would support <laughs> that's that Pacino, point. That's that's not Robert De Niro. Oh, he wasn't in that. That's yeah. right. Okay, well, he made a lot of bad movies, too. But He did. Good, good point by you. Okay, so the point I thought he was going to make was he's not a good leadoff hitter. I don't know why he chose to defend Oduble as part of it, because he and Oduble didn't play the same position. It's, it's a whole different thing. They don't have a leadoff hitter, which is problematic. Is there... Is there Looking at the guys they have, is there somebody you would put in the leadoff spot? No. We we, we batted this around last I know. week. I and, know. And uh, there really isn't anyone else who fits the bill. Now, I suppose if they are able to fix Brandon Marsh's swing, quote-unquote fix his swing, he would be the kind of guy maybe that you could put up there, but he strikes out a lot. Uh, he, you know, and you've got a ways to go before you can even think about putting him at the top of the lineup. So in the absence of anyone else, Kyle Schwarber is leading the National League in home runs as a leadoff hitter. Leave him there as a leadoff hitter. Yeah, you get more at bats that way anyway. Okay, yeah. I agree. All right, so I, I, I would say that uh, maybe he was not in Dick Tracy, but he was in Dirty Grandpa. and uh, That's terrible. Th- that was that was yeah. worst performance. That's pretty bad. Struggling to come up with yeah. something, but that was the one. That's All a right. good question. Like, what was the last great movie Robert De Niro was in? Was it The Irishman? Yeah, which wasn't great, but it was good. It was pretty solid. It was a lot long. Of people, yeah, it was that. I think it's still going. 215-592-9494. 215-592-9494. Batting around the Phillies uh, and uh, whatever whatever your thoughts are on that. And also the preseason. Um, what do you want to see? Eagles play next Friday. It's six days away. You've been waiting for it. Going to be 65,000 people there. What are you hoping to see? With Mike Sealski, I'm Glenn Mack now on 94 WIP. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 